0: welcome to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. My name is Chris Lyons, and I'm so glad to have you with me. Today, I'll be talking with illustrator-designer Emilio Serrano, who just accepted a position with a wonderful creative firm. We will learn about his story and all the things he did to realize his creative dream of working at Moxie Sozo. Emilio, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, it's great to be here.
0: (laughs) What, What a week for you. Your career is about to start. How are you feeling?
1: Pretty good, you know. I'm I'm three days into work, getting a taste of what everything is like. Things are starting to get kind of hectic now. Now that I'm, I'm getting used to like the company and like the um, whole dynamic and everything, so you know the work is starting to like roll in right now, small things. But that's only the first three days.
0: Oh my God! I, so at, at some point, I'm going to ask you to just talk about what what a day looks like there, because I'm I am genuinely curious. But I I just, I know people listening to this will want to know what it's like to work at a world-class design and illustration firm. I'm actually jealous of you, Emilio. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, definitely. But yeah, no, I'll definitely touch on that.
0: So I'd love to take you back to when you were a sophomore, when we met and you came into a coffee shop with another student that I was talking with. And when I finished with that other student, I remember asking you what your story was. And you told me, you might want to be an illustrator, but you also enjoyed design and we we're just shooting the breeze and I, I asked to see your work. Do you remember this?
1: Yes, very much so. Yeah. I remember the Starbucks and everything. That's right. And
0: you, you pulled up your work and I was, and I told you this at the time, I was stunned that a sophomore with work that was that good and that original, I could not believe what I was seeing and I, I could not wait to get to work with you. Tell me what you were thinking at that point in your creative life as a sophomore in college
1: as a sophomore well I think that was like I was in a weird point where I wasn't really sure where I could take my skills into um, a career I think like at that time I was in design I was thinking about doing illustration as a major or like switching over I was also super interested in in print and I still am actually so I kind of thought like oh maybe I'll Just kind of like you know, make prints, and that's still something that I want to do. But I think that's I I didn't really know like the scope of like design slash illustration world in like agencies.
0: It's crazy that in that moment I said I want to show you a a site, a website, and we looked at Moxie Sozo, and I said this is the kind of (laughs) this is the kind of place that I think does exactly what you do. I mean, they're what do they call themselves? Art and branding.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it was one of the first or probably the first that I saw that I was like, oh, my God, it's like, like, as a sophomore who doesn't necessarily know what route to take design in, I was like, this is what I want to do. You know, this is like, the, this is like, this is the two things I love, in one package. It's, <laughs> and so, more.
0: It, it's so awesome, because then the rest of your college career was really intentional. In the sense that you were creating work that would feed into, unbelievably, this moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think with that, it made me kind of like anxious to like, you know, I I love being in college, but it also made me anxious to kind of just like go to those places. You know, I just wanted to start. And uh, sometimes like you have to take like certain classes that maybe you're not so excited about. But I think like knowing. What I wanted to do made me like even more anxious. You know, I was just like, I want to, I want to forget those classes. I just want to jump into like that illustration design branding kind of thing. Right.
0: (laughs) I know. And, and luckily, curriculum was flexible enough that you could, you could really craft when you're intentional like that. You can start shaping your portfolio. You essentially had a plan from that moment on and, and all the work fed your dream, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I had like a, a clear trajectory i guess design isn't just one thing design is so many other things including illustration and i think like i found my little niche in there
0: that's great and because i remember we looked at a ton of places because not a ton but there are a number of wonderful studios in this in this country that offer young designers this very opportunity But i don't think a lot of young creative people realize that they can be a designer and an illustrator
1: yeah yeah exactly and if so like there's a lot of agencies out there that do a lot of illustration but they're not necessarily like in-house illustrator slash designer usually get freelance like an illustration especially like bigger ones or something they have like a freelance list which you know i've gotten into so many freelance lists as a as a form of rejection um (laughs) which is like you know like it's cool but like moxie is like one of those places that is like so unique and that their designers are their illustrators and they work so well together.
0: Yeah, I have I've pitched. I'm an illustrator, and I've pitched my work to Moxie many times. And they always write back and say, "Hey, love your work. It's great." But this is kind of what we what we do in house.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's cool that they have in, like in house illustrators. Like, it makes like people who do illustration like have some hope. I guess so, you know, like there are there is a market for what I do out there.
0: So many college students. Um, tend to operate on a wing and a prayer and just hope they get a job when they get out of school and this really wasn't your case talk a little bit about the kinds of places you reached out to when you graduated
1: I think when I first started applying I was leaning more towards like dream places which is like maybe not a great place to start but I like this is what I want to do like I'm fresh out of college like I want to do these cool things so I reached out to like a lot of like larger agencies that I've, like, looked up to, like, making cool things out there. Um, I didn't apply to Moxie Sosa right away, um, but I applied to, like, a couple of others. And then, you know, like, in different cities that I wanted to be in New York, Chicago, even in Toronto. And I kind of couldn't really, like, find, like, places that were, like, being very receptive. So I started, like, reaching out to, like, maybe, like, oh, you know, like, places that I would, like, I like, but I don't necessarily love and... I kind of just started going down until I was kind of applying to places that I didn't necessarily love anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of like lost sight of this to what I wanted to do. I think in a way it's like so hard to like graduate and look for a job, especially with a pandemic. It was kind of disheartening in the beginning, Um, definitely difficult. And I even I applied to Moxie like halfway through that time, too. and I didn't get a response. And then I saw some openings and I went for it again. And obviously it worked out.
0: I love it. I mean, could it have been a worse situation upon your graduation? My God, this was yeah. It was
1: pretty brutal. This is
0: just you know, it's it's a once in a lifetime occurrence, and you had to navigate this. And so, how many places do you think you reached out to? If you had to guess,
1: I would have to say somewhere between I don't know, like eighty and a hundred. And, and when I when I when I say like, um, like reaching out to places, I do mean like at least sixty of them were me writing out an email, like, hey, please give me a job.
0: <laughs> well, you have to go through this process. I mean, it, I say this all the time, but it is a numbers game in the sense that if you have a hit rate, a response rate of 5% in the world of direct marketing, that's that's success. And so that means you really have to throw some stuff up against the wall. So when you when you apply to places that don't necessarily match your talents and your dreams and your aesthetic... Did that feel frustrating? Did it feel, how did that feel?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think like when I was in, in college, I knew I wanted to work in an agency. I love fast-paced work. I, I like jumping between stuff. And I got to a point where I was applying to like in-house roles too, which it, obviously there's something wrong with that, but it just wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. And I think like start started applying to those, and when they don't reach out to you even, I think it's kind of disheartening.
0: Yeah, um, yeah you got to get so. thick skin through this process, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I I got to the point where I was just like waking up to rejections and like not a great way to start a day. <laughs> That's
0: brutal. It's a brutal process. And it was double down brutal during the pandemic. Um, I, I'm so proud of you for hanging in there and, and sticking with this. And look what happened. So I'd like I'd love to talk about some of the specific projects in your portfolio. And by the way, for those listening, I will have a link to Emilio's website in the show notes and Maxi Sozo as well. Um, let's talk about some specific projects that you feel really got your portfolio focused and I'm thinking of the Maycan craft beer work where you used Aztec mythology to create a conceptual beer brand can you Can you talk about this
1: yeah so um so was part of um a branding class um that was taught by none other than Chris Lyons, and it was about like finding a story and like finding like like something that you can connect with and like creating a brand around it. So like some people that um, stuff that really resonated with them. Um, and I thought at that time I was like, really, I really loved like packaging and labeling and I still do obviously. So I wanted to create like a beer brand based around my own, my own culture, which is I'm from I'm Mexican. So like I wanted to make something that celebrates like that Mexican culture. And so I wanted to do that but also give it like a slight edge just kind of like how my illustrations usually tend to go a little on the edgier side Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I just like wanted to like tell a story and like just be proud of where I'm from and like also be proud of maybe like that style of illustration that I do and I don't know I think like that was a really fulfilling project and like you know every so often I still look at it and, and I think like It'd be cool if that existed in real life. But, I know. You know. Maybe one day.
0: <laughs> I show this every time I talk with a young creative person. I show them what they could be if they really applied themselves. And, and oh, by the way, you're being modest because you won a national silver Addy with this work.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it got up there.
0: <laughs> it did. I was so proud of you for this project. This was one of the most enjoyable projects I've ever been involved with from a student perspective it it just it was so conceptual and so well thought out and i'll encourage you my listeners to go take a look at this project it is so beautiful because one of the key things about it i think emilio it wasn't just your illustration work it was comprehensive and it demonstrated your grasp of branding and marketing you know you did packaging you did promotions you did social media even some animation
1: yeah yeah i think it was like that's the best way to like to go about those projects is to have like a well-rounded kind of brand around it and you know, it tells the story I guess. yeah you
0: could sit down and tell an authentic story you weren't co- co-opting it um from a cultural perspective because it is your story
1: yeah exactly i think that's what made it even more special because like i would talk to my mom about it too like oh yeah i'm working on this project and she's like you know she, she knows the names of those gods she knows how to pronounce them and she's like oh my god yeah we learned about them that's so cool like and she also had like some input like a lot of the colors actually came from like my mom's suggestion like she was like i showed her some illustrations and while i was like unsure about like the colors or something she was like oh like let me send you some like images of like some stuff you should try to do this so like that was a huge inspiration too i love it so having someone that can connect with it
0: yes and inspire you um and inform your concept which is what you know what professionals do So, so how was that received when you presented it at moxie sozo during your interview
1: Um, It was really well. Um, I think that was like the first project they saw and they were excited about they were excited that it incorporated like illustration and design which obviously like were big parts of that project. They were also really open about other projects in there. It's it's really funny because like I have a uh, like on the homepage I have one page there that is like unlinked. So it's like a work in progress, which is something that I've been working on for a while, but it's chess pieces. And they mentioned that they were like, we really like, we see your whole portfolio and like you have like a, a style that's like kind of similar throughout like some of your projects, but that one looks so different. And there's only a thumbnail for it. it. It was super cool that they also saw that and like were really receptive to that one. I still haven't showed it to my art director, but he's been asking me to see it. So I need to show it. Right,
0: you've, I was on your website this morning and I noticed that it's just, it's a dead link. It's just it's a, yeah, two yeah. of the pieces. Now, here's the interesting thing I created a class. Specifically for you, (laughs) in college, because I wanted to, I wanted to have a class that spoke to designers who wanted to be illustrators and had great illustration skills. And that class filled up, and some of the work that came out of there was unbelievable. But these chess pieces, please, please finish that and put that back up there. Those pieces, all those, that set is beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that was a super fun project, and I think it's one of those like larger than life projects that I just wanted to like create a whole universe around, but, you, know, so it's, you know, I have the files in my laptop, you know, I just like worked on it here and there, and <laughs> sure, one day I'll finish it, I'm sure of it. Uh,
0: I love it. So when you were interviewing at Boxy, and we discussed this um, early on in the process, well, a few weeks ago, the thought of, of a leave behind, something that you could send them to say thank you for the interview. Um, when I spoke with them on the, on the reference call, they, they brought that up, about how impressed they were with that. Talk about oh. your idea for that. Yeah, yeah, they did. They, they mentioned it. Oh, that piece. no this. <laughs>
1: yep. Oh yeah. Um, well, I got um, I got an interview from um, Moxie, and I was just like, oh my god, this is crazy. Like this is huge. I need this. Um, and I like had about a week to prepare for it, and obviously, like it, I wanted to make something that was like, like really, I wanted to impress them. You know, I wanted to make something like super cool so while i was researching them you know kind of just like studying up on some of their projects and their process and how they go about their work i saw a lot of like their imagery and on their website so i decided to just pull a little bit from that and make an illustration as a thank you at first it was going to be a little larger but i was like i'm going to scale it down because it doesn't need to be so big but i wanted to make like a t-brand tea t-brand tea kind of like a i thought about like potential like things you would give someone as a thank you, you know, and I thought a tea would be kind of nice and pleasant. So I made a tea revolved around a hippo, which they have a, like a, a hippo head in their office. So <laughs> I thought it would be super fun and like, they could like relate to it. And yeah, so I like spent a couple of days before the interview doing it. And as soon as I finished the interview, I sent it over. I didn't hear back from them. So they, ta- I'm sure they talked about it internally, but like definitely not to me, um, <laughs> which is really cool. But, um, someone did respond to it and they were super happy about it and I got a follow up
0: which was super nice. Well, they loved it and what they loved was you had clearly done your homework. The hippo had the hippo character came right out of their office space. It was it was really well done and of course your style is so good, but they were very impressed with your follow through in that regard. That made a big difference.
1: Yeah, I want to know like I I wish I knew like what they thought initially and then what they thought about that afterwards. <laughs>
0: All right, let's talk a little bit about your new job. Let's talk about, you know, what's your title? What's your role? How does it feel to be there?
1: Yeah, so I'm a junior designer, and I'm a part of, um, there's two teams there, and I'm um, obviously one of them. In, I'm new to agency, kind of like um, style. I, I've never worked in an agency, so it's all kind of new to me. I'm still trying to, like, process everything. But it's really cool because you work on projects, you know. You just, like, are in meetings, and then, like, round one or something is like a new project and you're a part of it. And you have to like the whole team, like it's all well, a project. gets assigned to a specific team. And then that team kind of creates their own interpretations and they help each other throughout that process until they have kind of like a semi finished, like idea of what it would look like. And then they put them all together and they're all different, obviously. And then they show it to a client and, you know, they go with whichever one they like the best and like, then that becomes like the larger brand. And I think like that's super cool because it's not just one at a time, you know, like you're doing this one, but you're also on this other project and you're also on this other project, which is super cool. And even though I'm just kind of like starting, I've been trying to absorb everything just to kind of get a better understanding of like what the work will be like. And, you know, it's it's kind of spontaneous. Like agencies, it seems are like, you know, fast paced. You shift between projects like often. And, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's, extremely rewarding when you get to see like you know a brand you worked on in a shelf and I haven't gotten to that point but now that I'm like working there I like I'm more familiar with the brands I've been working with and what they've done throughout the years and when I go to the store I see them you know like they're right there they're like I mean they're they're a huge like agency and they make work that you'll see and it stands out and it's super cool and I'm sure it'll be really rewarding. (laughs)
0: Uh, I I can't wait to see the kind of things you're going to do at this place. Amelia, I'm so happy for you and so proud of being a part of your journey. And I, I couldn't be happier. And like I said earlier, I, I don't often get jealous of my, my student's success. This one, you are at a premium place and the people seem just lovely.
1: Yeah, everyone's been super nice to me. Everyone's so helpful. Everyone's reached out and like I've had conversations with everyone on different teams and Everyone's super friendly. Um, I'm super happy to be there.
0: So, logistically, you are in Cleveland right now, and they are in Boulder, Colorado. How's that going to go?
1: So, right now, since it's not currently safe to be in person, I am staying here in Cleveland, and I will be relocating to Boulder when it's safe to. So, that could they have like a stop day for the end of May, but. That may not be the case, depending on how cases are and like how vaccines get distributed. So it may take a little longer than that, but somewhere in the summer, I think it'll get
0: like easier, and I'll have to move over there. Uh, So exciting, Amelia! I'm so happy for you, and I just I want to thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. This was just great. I think you'll be inspiring to young designer illustrators who who hope to someday be you know walking in your footsteps. Holy smokes!
1: yeah yeah of course and i'm obviously super happy to talk to you and you know like the whole process takes time it's definitely frustrating i've gone through so many like phases of it's hard you know i get it it's extremely difficult and like kind of taxing on the mind so i don't know just keep doing it you know, keep creating stuff and i think it'll be rewarding once you get to that point
0: awesome thanks again emilio great talking with you yeah of course yeah anytime I want to thank Emilio Serrano for joining me today. Such a great story. If you are inspired by Emilio's story and you want to get started on a plan for your career, send me an email to chris at creativecareerstarter.com. We can talk about what you are looking to do and then develop and align your portfolio with your career plans. You can do this. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.